Hear that? That's the sweet sound of Minute Maid slushies at McDonald's. Turning up your summer with every sip, slurp, and ah. Get a small, sweet peach, blue raspberry, or fruit punch slushie for just $2. Or get any size soft drink for $1. Price participation may vary. Limited time only cannot be combined with combo meal. Have to hit record. Oh, man. Hot fire. Ah, oh, man. Hot fire. Ah. Uh. So we sat in silence for like an hour before this. That's what you got to do. You got to let everything process. With some chirping in the background. That's a lot, a lot, a lot of, of chirping. A lot of attention seeking. A lot of chatter. A lot of chatter in the background. Too much chatter. Too much. We'll remind people that uh, this Saturday we'll be uh, joined by our guest, uh, John Zombie Jr. Oh, man. I'm excited. But for now, we're just lone wolfing it. Just got to. It's going to be me and you, bro. Yep. Oh, man. Take this off. We're done with it. Why? It's going fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, nah, it sounds like shit. Don't worry about it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Who's listening? This, I, I never know who's listening now. That's the. Thing. I got to put out good products because now more people are on to me, and if I don't, if I don't, if I don't cock fuck, right? People aren't going to believe in me, and I have to put out good stuff. People, yes, exactly. Yeah, because we went to a uh, reunion. Right. On, there's that. On Thursday. There's other stuff going on. And everyone, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to address it. That's true. I know. But I understand. More, there are more eyes. There are going to be more eyes on this bro- More ears on this broadcast. Exactly. I, oh, God. It makes me nervous. Don't be so nervous. It makes me nervous, don't bro. Don't be so nervous. It may, oh, man. You yeah. Know? You got to be like... Well, here's the thing. When you go to reunions, you got you can't be afraid to reminisce. You can't just be afraid. Like You, gotta you just got to like, throw it out there. You got to be like, do you remember 1997? <laughs> You were wearing a uh, bucket hat, and I was wearing uh, short shorts. You had a road dog T-shirt. I was wearing a uh, Orlando Hernandez Yankee shirt. Ah oh, man, you remember El Duque? And then you talk about El Duque for five minutes, yeah. And then you bring up you the guess, game that you went to, and you that, yeah. that El Duque pitched in. You get sidetracked, then all of a sudden you talk about how John Carlos stands it at sixty home runs, and then you go back to like remember ninety eight. Let's get back to ninety seven, right? <laughs> and it was the following year, and we saw and we saw El Duque pitch, and that was the time that you. Didn't buy me a hot dog. You're a piece of shit. That's right. I want to. I should get up and leave this reunion, but I'm going to stay because I only see you once a year. Exactly. Or once every ten years. That was fun. That yeah, was, I enjoyed it. Time. I love. Uh, uh, you know, you gotta love hanging out with the boys. Reminiscing and nostalgia, like nostalgia, just makes me uncomfortable. I get very uncomfortable. With it, I can't though. do it. I get a little like, okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, we had good times. You know, there's, there's times ahead of me. Yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah, like but some people I, no, just no, some people leave it in the past. That's when I meet people. When I meet people for the first time, what do I tell them? You, you know what I tell them? I don't want to hear about your past. I want to hear about your up to date. I want to hear what's going on now, and they just walk away from it. Yeah, you know, I don't want. I don't want to know what's in your checking account. I want to know what's in your savings account. Exactly. That's what I tell people. That's what I tell people too. I go, come on, show me that. When I meet people for the first time, everyone's like, "Hey, man, like, how's it going?" And try, people try to hug me, and I'm like, "No, no, no, we don't do hugs." And we're never going to do hugs. We don't do hugs. If you, and I tell them flat out. First thing I tell them, I don't want to hear about your past. I want to hear about your update. I say, when they try to hug me, I say, if you want to be a mainstay on my television show that I call life, That's right. we're not going to do this hugging thing. I don't do hugs. Is that the worst when you first meet someone and you just know they're going to be around for another six months? Uh, yeah, this is going to be the new character on the show. This is the guy. This is the villain. This is the... <laughs> This is the Ralph Cifaretto. This is that guy. Early season three. It's just like, oh, man. And then you're just like, maybe by the end of the season, you kill him off somehow. Yeah. Uh, you never but he really, always sticks around. They o- In life, they always pop back up. Yeah. Because there's always a deli you're going to run into That's them at. That's true. 
Yeah, like even when they're away, maybe they're just gone for the first two episodes of the right. uh, fourth season of yeah. your life, but they're popping back up on that third episode, and it's like, ah, shit, the confrontation's yes. gonna happen. That's the beauty of television, is that you're able to kill them off. Yeah. But in life, you can't kill them off. They come back. And you think the viewers of your life get really into it when they see the confrontation between the two of you? Why wouldn't they? I remember this kid, uh, uh, Jesse Mazer. I saw him mm-hmm. at a White Castle once, and it, I think I was that guy for him. Yeah. Because I forget, I think he, he got pissed at me over something. What happened was we were at a house party and we took the beer. That's what he got mad about? Yeah. What a punk. We took the beer. Fucking. He's Jewish, right? Yeah. That explains yeah. it. Yeah. And which, you know, what's funny, I'm against that. I think if you do go to a party, you leave the drinks. But I remember the party being so fucking lame. Yeah. And I was like, the boards. I, I'm going to take back my six pack of Heineken that I yeah. brought. I think I stole a bottle of liquor, too. Did you? Uh, probably. Uh, but not the not the point. He went to trash us to a couple of girls afterwards, and you, you and I were accused of a heavy crime. Not okay. Well, <laughs> we weren't. We're not. We're not. I'm just kidding. No, no. He just trashed us to some ladies. He trashed us. You know, like maybe like, you know, to some unflattery things about how the way we look and maybe our personalities and stuff like that, but nothing crime related. That's right. Okay? Nothing just, you know, based on, you know, social but awkwardness. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it cuz don't worry about it cuz if anyone learned from this podcast right now, they're not going to ask you that. Cuz they're going to ask you I don't want to hear about your past, Rob. I'm about you up to date. Yes, yes. So don't worry about that. Don't tell me what's in your checking account. <laughs> tell me what's in your savings account. So the point being, this fucking kid trashed us, and then we saw him a year later at a White Castle. Getting a fucking Crave case. And guess what? When he trashed us, he was in shape. When he was fucking, we saw, when we confronted him, he was a fat little fat, fuck. Fat little bastard. At that time, I was fucking lean, yeah. and I was ready to kick fucking ass. Yeah. So at that time, I was ready to throw down. Hell I was yeah. the type of guy, I'll take off my fucking shirt and be like, one, two, three, let's all go outside. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what I would do. Yeah. Fucking up guys outside of a white castle. Now, the only thing is, while well, you confronted him, I was in the bathroom. That's the thing. <laughs> I, I, I confronted him. You had nothing to do. Yeah, I was, well, I was ordering. I was in the bathroom. I don't remember the confrontation that well, but. Don't worry about it. You confronted him. You showed him who's fucking boss. And you got to show bite. You got to show teeth. Yeah, you have to. In this world, you got to show teeth. If you don't show teeth, then uh, people are going to walk all over you. So that's that. Yeah. I can't sit there and let someone trash me. Dude, I, I, this, the first 10 minutes of the show is just about us red-pilling it. That was just total. The yeah. ultimate red, I want to tell you something. The ultimate red pill, watch this documentary called uh, Hitler, the man you didn't get to know. It's the ultimate red pill. It's the ultimate red pill. <laughs> the comment section. I can't swallow that one. <laughs> the comment section at least says so. <laughs> I can't get behind that. The ultimate red pill. It's like some guy uh, uh, called, um, oh, fuck, well, I don't remember. It's something something Aryan Brother 69 or some shit said, whoa, this is the ultimate red pill. And uh, he goes, I watched, because it's like a six-hour documentary on YouTube about Hitler, and they're trying yeah. to uh, portray him in a light that is against what the mainstream account. Right. Or, you know. Right, also this, known as uh, global history, yeah. uh, uh, that how they portray him, and they were like, "No, he was a sweet man who, um, yeah, but he hated the Jews. Who, he had a chip on. There was his- nothing sweet about Hitler. The man <laughs> had the Hitler like that. Mu- there's nothing sweet about that mustache. Even then, like watching that mustache, they must have known this guy was a fucking lunatic. 
by all right. means, you have to assume, by the very least, if you're, I mean, I, most people are anti-Hitler. Even if you're pro-Hitler, you have to assume that guy had some chip on his shoulder. <laughs> He's in great shape. Uh, nah. You know what I read? He had bad gas. You ever hear that? Yeah, well, he was disgusting. Yeah, he was gross. He was disgusting, oh, man. man. Besides, you know... Gross in the in the and you know bad person as ugly <laughs> as ugly as the inside as he is on the outside he's an awful man yeah, people compare me to him no comparison mm. <laughs> maybe a little <laughs> <laughs> you know. this guy has a chip on his shoulder too he was fucking the shit out of Stormy the idea that the president was fucking a porn star and just fucking the shit—you got like, you gotta last in like thirty seconds. We're in we're in great times, just like hovering over as, as, as a universe. We're in really great times considering the technology and everything that's you know going. But you got to admit, in the United States—we're rock and roll right now. Oh, it's we got a president who fucked a porn star, and everybody knew the porn star. <laughs> yeah, everyone. Was it's like, like you just know he watched forty-year-old version. <laughs> Yeah. In like 2005, at the height of his apprentice fame. I want hair. I want that one. And no, it's funny. Everyone was like outraged and just like, I was like, you know, like, but everyone knew who she was. Everyone was like, I know that woman. Yeah. Everyone watched the AVN Awards. She was on. Yeah, I've seen her. The weirdest thing um, right now going on, I read an article in Jezebel about there's two porn stars accusing uh, porn actors of beating them up, all this shit. Like, yeah, on set. Yeah, I've heard that. What, right? what, what's, like, the detail? And then I, I was reading the comments, and someone, um, some white knight, what, uh, wrote a comment and said, um, I was watching <laughs> I was watching a porno blooper once. So, already. <laughs> already, this guy's a sick fuck. Already, this guy <laughs> just hasn't left his mom's basement in 30 years. He's like, I want to jerk off, then laugh. Yeah. All right? He's watching porno bloopers, and during the bloopers, uh, a porn actor smacked his shit out of a girl, right? What, in the face? I guess in the face. He didn't say, but I'm assuming the face. Because it could be an ass slap, too. could they, be an that's ass common. slap, but I think it's a face. I think it's her face. Yeah. Because every now and then they, sm- they smack, you know, whatever. Hey, come on, talk into the microphone. And, uh, no, I, I hear him. Right. Okay. Um, so, the, yeah, so he's like, and the, the actor slapped the actress, and the actress rose up and said, hey, you don't fucking do that, okay? Like, she got pissed. Right. Right? And then she pointed to the director. He, if he's going to do that, we're ending the scene right fucking now. We have to get your pop shop. Right, sorry. Damn. Damn. Uh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, don't. Uh, so anyway, so, but the funny thing is he was like telling the story. He was just like, and that's what a woman should do. And uh, I commented, well, that's all well and fine, but the guy still just in our face. <laughs> I guess I jumped the gun there. Looks like you just on my face. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I'm only knowing this. I'm but not- you know what? I don't want people to hear about that woman's past. <laughs> I want to hear her up to date. I know what she's doing right now. You got she's out of porn in San Diego. That's, what she's doing. That's like that Gianna Michaels, very intense porn star. I've seen. Gianna I've Michaels? seen when she got. Uh, she some guy came in her mouth and uh, in front of a bunch of like an audience yeah. of men, right? A bunch of horny dudes. Just like cheering her on, talking mad shit. Yeah. Like, yo, you a slut. Yeah. And then some guy jizzed in her mouth. She didn't swallow the jizz and she spit it at him. <laughs> That's some guy. And I, I, then she walked off all fucking chesty. Fucking feminism, man. Fucking. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Only today, someone can suck a dick in yeah. the name of fucking feminism. Dude, you showed him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Oh, uh, man. You got him. You, you got, got him. him. They make a lot of money. Did, uh, I did, did, I, and the funny thing is, I don't remember the clip that well, 
But I do remember her falling, the the loogie falling a bit short <laughs> it, of the man's uh, of his of his sneaker. It, it kind of yeah, it got on him. It grazed him. It, yeah, it did yeah. it? It was a little yeah. little Mexican. Guy. I think there was a second spitter though in the grassy knoll. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, ooh. He did not do that. Yeah, whatever. It's Who gross. cares? Who gives a shit? Yeah. By now, if you're listening to this, if you got this fucking far, yeah, I'm a gross fucking dude. <laughs> oh man, I'm a gross dude. You're a guy. Here's how you know someone blows up the bathroom publicly is when they walk out of the bathroom and they look like they're hiding their face, like when you went to the mall with your mother when you're like 14. I, I think it's the opposite. Is when someone is like owning it for that moment, especially if they have to stay. They're gonna own it like right out of the gate. You, like forty seconds in, they're like they're giving you that window to catch them. Now, if you don't catch them forty seconds in, then it's a lost cause. You're never gonna find I, them. I, I it's think, a lot like it's not like it's a lot like a homicide. I think if you're gonna if you're gonna use the ma- the, the bathroom publicly, you gotta own it. Uh, uh, my gross. friend and yours, Al Papaganzo Ambronio. He loves it. The guy takes his shit everywhere. He celebrates. There was one time at uh, Bridgestone's Comedy Club. A show that Ambronio and I weren't even on. Right. We were supporting Sal and Patrick Haggerty. Yeah. And we we were playing battle shits in the bathroom. That's the I grossest was, thing I've ever heard. I was yeah. in one stall and he was in the other. And we were taking a shit separate. We were taking a shit and the smell was so pure and so gross that Gerald Benford was on the show, walked in and he said, Oh, someone making gumbo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. I didn't know they had a special tonight. Mm, smell good. <laughs> the, uh, when the doors did open, uh, it, it, it caught them because the bar at Bridgestones yeah. is right next to the bathroom. And oh, man, it, I was drinking a white Russian and oh, oh it was the grossest was thing I've ever heard. Night. My white Russian turned into a black Russian right after that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let me see. Don't, don't press anything. St- yeah, I, won't, I won't. But yeah, that's but you got to own it. And that was the funny thing is... Uh, if you're walking, you know, you're walking around with that smoking gun the entire time, man. Yeah. The last time I shipped public, well, that was the last time I shipped publicly. But the shit, the time before was also at a comedy venue. It was at Halyards. I took a big dump, and Pat took a dump there recently. Right before he went on stage. Right before he went, he was he was in the he missed his spot. It's so much grosser shit. when like a, a, a good-looking young guy does it. Yeah. Because no, no, nah. I don't know. I mean, if do you think it's gross either way? Yeah, if I, no, if, if I me because I come out I'm like <laughs> no one, but no it's one's like big hand. You know? Nobody's shocked when you do it. Though. No, no one is shocked. You ever think you get blamed for it if someone yeah, else does it? That's my biggest anxiety. You know what I do though? If I'm pissing, right, I don't flush the toilet. That's proof right there. Right, that's I'm a, smart. But right? I'm a fast pisser. That's smart, right? That's that's yeah, pretty smart. That's pretty smart. It's fucking. That's the smartest. Yeah. Is there anything worse when you have to take a piss and someone's just blowing their, uh, fucking washing their hands and using a blow dryer? Well, in a, in, a, and you, in a dual bathroom, and you have to take a piss. No, if you're at a bar oh. and you have, like, I don't care. Like, if you're at a bar, who cares? Everyone's disgusting at the bar right. anyway. So who gives a shit? We're here. It's we're we're drinking the from the drinks. We're we're wearing off the germs. That's what they taught us in science. Right. And alcohol kills germs. <laughs> alcohol kills it's germs. True. It's true. What, what it, do you use to fucking wipe your hands with? You when, use an alcoholic when, pad. When you get a cut, what do they give you? They're going to be rubbing, rubbing alcohol. alcohol. So the entire it's, time, bars, it's a, by, by this estimation, bars are the cleanest place on the planet because of all the well, alcohol. Not, not, I wouldn't say the cleanest, but 
but Top somewhere five. where we where we can be men and we take a piss and we don't have to wash our hands. What pussy washes their hands? Right, you just answered that question by asking that question. Right. Some pussy. That's right. Good point. I don't know. Bunch of pussies out there. Bunch of betas. Let's take some callers. <laughs> Come on, let's take a few callers. Uh, what, what, what time you got over here? Uh, Go ahead, do your plugs. <laughs> oh, 16 minutes in. Now we got to do it. We got we to gotta power through it. We're going to just power through it. We can just stop and start, though. No this, fucking oh, way. I, 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 wanna, I, I actually want to let you know this because they're actually one of our sponsors. Uh, we're using Audacity. They sponsor this stuff. Oh, man. This is the point of the program where I do a live read. <laughs> so we can only stop and start. No, nah, we got it. I'm going to power through it. Power Let's through talk it. about Chris Jericho. What about him? Norton was a good dude, man. <laughs> Chris Jericho, Kevin Gautier. <laughs> <laughs> Nor- Norton was a good dude. Uh, Chris was a good dude. Man. That was the funniest opening, Anthony, when Norton and Jericho almost got into a fight. Chris Jericho was a punk. Wrestlers are fucking retarded. They're kind of ridiculous anyway. You can't, you, can't, you can't say that, by the way. Oh, I can't. Yeah, you can't say that. Yeah, try, to, try to watch that. I gotta watch that uh, word because that Jane Warren might walk. <laughs> uh, Jane Warren, aka uh, S- Sal uh, Colonel. <laughs> yeah, no, I still don't believe that email for word. I think it's Sal trying to get us up in a frenzy. Yeah. He knew we would call her a cunt. That's well, what, you, you were calling her. A cunt. Yeah, I, I, but you know what it is? But that's I, not how I roll. Yeah, but I'm, I'm a big mongoloid. Yeah, see, I'm avoiding the word. Yeah, you know, because on my program, I don't want the word being used because. Uh, God knows who's listening. Now you, know? you have listeners. Now, yeah. Because I, I have a feeling this episode, huge spike in the ratings. Huge spike in the ratings. It's got a figure. You're, you're, you're the uh, the ratings. You're like the Donald Trump. I, I, I am the ratings machine. <laughs> I'm the, I do Def Trump. That's my impression. That's of your them. impression. Yeah. Because no, it is. Especially when I'm drinking. I only had a couple here. But sure. I have a little bit of a slur right. anyway. And I do Def Trump. You're a regular Jim Ross. Oh, uh, you want to get into wrestling, don't you? Fuck yeah. Well, let's talk about 1998 again. Let's talk about 98. Was Undertaker, Stone Cold, fucking SummerSlam. They were out there. They were doing their and, thing. And, and Stone Cold beat the Undertaker. And the Undertaker knew it was his time coming. His time was next. His time was next. Because that's how it works in the WWE, though. <laughs> it's that eventually you lose the belt, and then six months later you regain the belt. And then uh, in the next three months you lose on like, Sunday Night Heat Summit. Has anyone ever lost the like the championship belt? I know they would defend the title like on Monday Night Raw. Has anyone ever lost the belt like on on like a regular network television night? Yeah, they've lost. Foley won it, right? Yeah, Foley Fo- won the belt yeah, once. Foley, man. Yeah, Fo- uh, yeah, that's uh, no, don't give me Foley. That's the greatest story of all. <laughs> What's the story? That's the story that uh, when uh, WWF was uh, short on talent, right? Right. Jim Ross would constantly pitch Mick Foley. To Vince McMahon, because Foley was a Long Island guy, yeah, right, and he was uh, like a legend as a hardcore, he was a wrestler, hardcore wrestler, yeah. right, in the, in the independent circuit, and uh, he was not far away from uh, Connecticut, you know, where the WWF headquarters is, and Ross would constantly, like, when Vince McMahon would bring up, we need new talent, we need more, you know, we need what, we want bigger guys, we want the Ross would be like, uh, well, how about Mick Foley and. Vince McMahon would berate Jim Ross and go, don't ever mention Foley to me ever again. And then eventually he said to uh, Ross, because they were so short on talent, he's like, all right, get me Foley. (laughs) 
Did they, you ever think McMahon just cock-smacked Jim Ross at least once or twice? I think Jim Ross he abused is, him. Yeah, on television, though. But I think behind the scenes, I think Jim Ross was a bit... Hold on. Seedy? Oh, <laughs> a lot of belly fat there. <laughs> a little uh, seedy? Uh, I, think, I, think he, I think he was... I don't think he was so much of a bitch off... Like, uh, like I don't think he was a bitch. Like outside of the character, the character was supposed to be that way. Oh, of course, because he was supposed to be like the 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 um, Homer right. uh, commentator, and Jerry the King Lawler was supposed to be yeah. antagonistic toward him. By the way, is there anything more pathetic than Owen Hart dying in his uh, announcement? Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the they uh, break the news to the family on live television. <laughs> And the per, like the the wife Owen's wife watching has the to thing. watch the announcement of her husband's death delivered by a retarded cowboy in a fake king. <laughs> and you wonder why they wanted to sue. Ah, and they were like, "We're gonna get this back." You know why? Oh god! You know, there's a rumor they have the tape, but they just they, they won't, won't release never it. Never release it. That's they never amazing. burned the tape. They put. I think. The, oh, uh, could you imagine if there were cameras? But there were cell phone thing? cameras now. I mean, they, we were watching the thing earlier from yesterday. I saw that helicopter on the BQE. I swear I saw it. Yeah, I know. Because yeah, it was out. And I, I don't know if you caught it. I did catch it because it was a red helicopter. And it was very. It was, it was flying low, and this was earlier in the afternoon, right? And um, and then it crashed into the uh, into the ocean, right? I don't know enough about the story to talk about. I don't know enough, enough about any story to like right. actually tackle a subject. But don't worry about what professional broadcast is. Whatever. Hey, listen, you're, fucking whatever. I got your ear. Hey, you got my $8. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, like I saw the video before. Like pe- like today, you know, something goes down. Obviously, there's going to be 300 videos of it. That's why when shit happens, like mass shootings and school shootings, like there's got to be... Video of it because you can't like that uh, that Las Vegas shooting. Well, the Aurora one and Las Vegas one, they had video. They had some video. Just I don't know. It's hard. It's I don't want to talk out of my ass. I don't understand anyone who would um, fly a helicopter. I, I don't. There's been Perry so many, goes uh, our fr- friend yeah. Joe. Yeah, he's in the helicopter once a month oh, taking pictures. It's crazy, like some sort of lunatic. That's fucking nuts. I don't understand. Like Bill Burr fucking has his helicopter license. That guy got to be it's careful. It's never ended well oh. for anybody famous. No. Everyone. JFK Jr., right? right. Was, JFK. Was he, oh, yeah, he was flying a plane. No, it was a helicopter, wasn't it? I don't know. Doesn't Either matter. Either way, that motherfucker's dead and shit. No, nah, I think he's alive. I think he's, like, running, like, a small village in fucking... Uh, so? He's, like, uh, uh, Colonel Kurtz. Yeah, like, he's just, like, fucking... He loves his people, man. He will <laughs> die for his people, man. <laughs> fucking, uh... But, I, but Roberto Clemente. Roberto Clemente! <laughs> Uh, Roy Halladay. How? Oh, yeah, that's another one. Thurman yeah. Munson. Yeah, it's all baseball players. Name them all baseball players, but still fucking. I'm yeah. worried for Bill Burr. I'm, someone get the, someone get Jose Altuve a fucking helicopter license. We <laughs> 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 calls Correa a uh, license. Too busy. Uh, too bad A Rod couldn't uh, take some lessons back in 03. I got no interest in flying. <laughs> I have no interest. Every time, every time, Jeff, it's interesting. Every time Jennifer Lopez and Alex Rodriguez walk out of a place, watch it. <laughs> watch it. I Why? Got, I got. I, I, it's all right. Let it's me a, do the joke. Go ahead, do it. It's not like I'm calling them that. All right. I'm gonna play a character who will. 
every time Jennifer, we, we have a newfound, we have, by the way, we have a newfound barbershop that's listening to us. <laughs> I just, can, before you tell that joke, can I do a live read? No. Can I do one live read? Yeah, okay. Uh, we're, uh, but we're, what's it called? Uh, we're sponsored by uh, Tantas. Tantas. Tantas, okay. okay. Go ahead. Do, do the joke. Uh, every time Jennifer Lopez and Alice Rodriguez walk outside a um, Manhattan restaurant, uh, there's an angry person that yells, fucking spick! And uh, Alice Rodriguez is like, don't talk to Jennifer Lopez like that. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good joke. Yeah, it's fine. Oh, no, I don't, yeah. It's a great joke. It's great, yeah. Alice Rodriguez is the most obnoxious thing ever when he uh, he's on TV, right? He'll deliver, he'll deliver what he has to say, right? And then he'll listen. To, oh, he turns directly. And then he puckers his lips. It's the grossest shit Ugh. I've ever seen. I don't get anyone who finds him attractive. He's an ugly no, man I, to me. No, I think he's very handsome. <laughs> <laughs> I have to. I happen to disagree wholeheartedly. <laughs> oh, I always thought he was handsome. But you know what? Uh, like, I, 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 you don't want to learn about. You don't want. To hear about my past. Do I hear about my up to date? Can we take a fast break? I think we're a half hour in with twenty five. I don't know. Twenty five minutes. The only person I think is who would keep time, like would be like Mateo Pasquale or Duca, because you know, yeah, because they're autistic. Just uh, just stop it real quick. Hold on, I'll do it. I'll do it. Don't you, don't, you don't do, do it. it. Come on, do it. Come on. The beauty about audacity is that you can just stop it. Real quick. All right, so fucking stop pitching the fucking stupid network to me. Okay, we're back. Oh we? Oh man, oh, man. Right. we're on fire. Fire! Did I put out the fire? No, no. Okay. You didn't put out the fire. It's all good. Sorry. It's all good. I'm sorry. Um. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just looking up some stuff. I feel like I put out the fire. Yeah, you probably did. What? Well, where were we going? We're going with A Rod. We were going A Rod, but I did piss. Yeah. Nothing I can do about listen. that. Listen. There's one or two things you need to do. It's either you stick with your position or you leave. You cower. And you, sir, are a coward. I'm not a coward. Anyone who calls out of work, a uh, snowstorm's a coward. Calls out of work? Uh, uh, I, I didn't... Did I get that wrong? I didn't understand what you said. Okay. Anyone who calls out when there's a snowstorm and you are reported to come into work. Right. I'm just letting you right now. I'll let you know right now. You're a coward. When I went to work last Tuesday, when there was a snowstorm... And the big, first thing I, fucking hero. The first thing I saw was I saw because they give us a tennis sheet who's in for our workers. Yeah, and I saw out next to someone's name. I go fucking coward. They're probably home. And then I looked outside. It was barely nothing. And, it, and the snowstorm was barely nothing. People were complaining how heavy the snow was. I went out there. I was I was fucking yeah. But you're masculine. Sh- dude. You're a masculine dude. I'm not. Got somebody. I'm not. I'm just a fucking man about You're a man things. about things. Yeah. Know what it is? I'm, you know, know what type of man I am? You're a man with a peanut head. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like a classic, classic man. You are, you are a portly shaped man. With <laughs> I'm like, hey, listen, see? <laughs> You're a portly shaped man with a small head. Uh, every, every, uh, every. Uh... You're beginning to look, because the headphones are squishing your head. Yeah. You're beginning to look a lot like Beetlejuice. The the uh, Beetlejuice, the, the Howard Stern side. The Stern character. Yeah, yeah. No, I would never look like Beetlejuice. Your head is shrunk. I'm a man. Your head's shrunk and your body looks shrunk. I look like <laughs> Ernest Borgine. <laughs> Who's that? The guy who plays Marty? Oh, okay. <laughs> in the 50s? Do you really look like him? Probably. Uh, I look like uh, I look like Clemenza from The Golf. I look like, like every classic portly man. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not portly. I'm just swollen. 
Very swollen. A lot of sodium in my diet. Yeah, your eyes would be slow, swollen. Oh, keep talking. Shit. Keep talking. I'm no, why? Because I'm, I'm, I'm a crazy motherfucker who flies off the handle. You're going to fucking lose it. Oh, I, I always lose it. Yeah, no, me too. I lose my shit all the time. I'm great at threatening people. What's your big? What's your go-to threat? Oh, I told once one kid uh, we were at a, we were at a club once, and uh, this kid was breaking my balls about. It. He's like, "This not your scene, bro." And uh, we were friends with with his friend. And I don't know why the kid was just busting my balls. He just was breaking my balls throughout the entire fucking night. And I finally told him, "I'm gonna smack this bottle over your head." And the guy looked at me like this: "I'll make you a fucking." Front page news story. Right, I remember that. That's what I told him. That was the most badass I've ever seen. That was the most badass thing I ever saw. And the kid was like, "Fuck!" He put his hands up, uh, like, "Like, what do I do?" I was like, "He he he walked away. He was busting my balls. (laughs) He punked out. He did punk out. Smack him." God, my I I think I said on the last episode, if I ever get an argument, right? um, That's my next. That's gonna be my go-to. Guys, like, what do you get, want to start an argument? Guys, don't point. get punched in the face anymore. That's the problem. That's why people talk shit. Yeah, that's why a lot of people, especially in comedy, sure, a lot of guys aren't afraid to talk shit because they've never gotten punched in the face. Probably right. that's what makes you funny, though. Because I know I haven't gotten into a fight since I'm like 12 years old. I haven't gotten into sure. a physical altercation, right? Yeah, since I'm 12, and like. I'm a I I I'm a, I'm a decent person, so I don't fucking like get to the point where I'm gonna make you hit me. I've done that to people, and um, whatever it's happened. I mean, they've they've I probably gotten let off the hook a few times, but like overall, like I'm an, I'm an, I'm like a 27 year old man now. I don't want to get you fucking riled up where you're gonna actually right. throw fucking. I'm gonna fucking receive the hands. You- you know whose balls to break at a certain point. Like, you know when you're antagonizing someone, um, especially as a comedian, because that's what we do every night. And it's just you're, you you know who to go after. And uh, sometimes we're not like this. This is where comedians make a mistake. You'll go after the guy who isn't laughing, who you're never going to get that guy on your side and who's and, and who's going to get legitimately pissed at you. And as a comedian, you're going to break his balls more Rather than the guy who's just going to take it and just have fun with it. Right. Because that guy's really taking it seriously. And you also see that guy as a fucking asshole and as a fucking bore. It's like, maybe just lighten the fuck up about yourself. So it's kind of weird. It's a weird thing. But off, but off stage, um, it's it's really weird because um, you, you just, and you know, thing, a lot of people. And just, a lot of people around our age, uh, you know, millennials, um when they were kids, they were protected. Where schoolyard fights were yeah. a rare, especially were a rarity. And I don't know what goes on. I don't have kids or anything like that. But I have noticed. I, I hang out a lot in parks. Hang out. <laughs> I hang out a lot of a lot of parks. A lot of recreation centers for children, sure. little leagues and stuff like that. And I've noticed there's no tension between the kids. Kids don't fight anymore. And I like a hot kid. <laughs> <laughs> I was worried about the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, worry about the other stuff. I'm kidding. I'm joking around. But the uh, <laughs> well, here's the here's the thing is when we were growing up uh, in elementary and junior high and high school, if you got into a fight, that was an automatic suspension, and so th- that's even worse because you're not teaching kids to stand up to their bullies because they're not only they ha- they're afraid of their bully, but they're afraid of being suspended from fucking school. Well, you're almost in teach you're teaching them imprisonment too. Right. That like, yeah, if you do the right thing and you do stand up for yourself and you do speak out, well, these are the consequences. Yeah. The consequences is that big brother 
Right. Throws you in a fucking corner and you can't come to school for a week and that goes on your permanent record, your permanent which is the biggest bullshit of all time. Sure. There's no, you don't have a fucking per- There's plenty of guys I know that got suspended from fucking school who have a master's degree. I, I right know now. guys who were fucking, they didn't never even attend the class. They, they graduated they grad- less in high school. Such bullshit with how they threaten kids. Um, and that was the thing is that if you were being bullied, because everyone was bullied, everyone well, everyone people. dealt with shit. Everyone's dealt with shit. So if you're being bullied and you're and now you're like fuck that, I'm gonna fuck this kid up in the schoolyard, and you throw a swing at them fucking big ape, um, and he he hits you back, and you get into the fight, and the teachers breaking up all this shit. Now you're in the principal's office, and now you're like, hey, guess what, kid, you're suspended, and you fucking just missed the but you know what, final though? exam and all this. You shit. gotta you gotta tell you gotta tell the kids that don't worry about it. Fucking throw hands and don't let it yeah, happen again. That's exactly. You know, I, I was fortunate. I, mean, I, I was fortunate where I, I, I was raised by a, like my, my parents that they were like, no, don't don't take no shit. But my dad told me yeah. uh, one afternoon, he said, hey, listen, way to go, spider. Don't take shit, no shit <laughs> off nobody. <laughs> he was shot. Well, he, uh, I was shot in the foot. Yeah. But the because uh, I was suspended. He was actually shot after. Yeah, I, I got it. But 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 it's true. I mean, like. It's always it's it, it's been around for years. If you punch a bully in the face, he's gonna fucking stop, and that should just be the way to handle things. But how do you deal with that as an adult now? Like, do you as an get, adult? No one gets you throw, you, I'm saying, but if you're dealing with someone that makes you verbally, but someone who makes you verbally uncomfortable, what do you do? Do you throw hands? Yeah, because now they reverse yeah. it because they call you a fucking asshole. That is true. And they say because if I if I wanted to punch a guy in the face for saying some stupid shit, right? Um, especially in our in our world, in our industry, you know, it, like it's like oh you can't take a joke, and it's like yeah I can take a joke, but we're off stage and you're acting like a dick, and you deserve to get punched in the face by somebody that's a lot tougher than you are. Right. I can go with ball breaking. Uh, with you know, uh, with my friends because I know they're my friends and like whatever that that and, and that that will be on me if someone says like you know there was a situation last year where someone said something who was a friend of mine and I took it completely the wrong that's on you way. that was on me I I should have taken the joke uh and it was just it was that that I will admit that mistake. But if I if I know someone who if I don't know someone and they're coming breaking my balls already and being vicious, I, I'll, I'll I'll take a ball breaking if they're not being vicious. But if you're being vicious, it's like, well, what the fuck? Not, no, you're looking for a fight. You're looking for something. And and people don't realize that people just see comedians off stage. They don't realize that they just see it like, oh, like this is just the fraternity. Well, they're, they're conditioned from that standpoint yeah. that this is oh, this is a fraternity. This is how you talk to comics. This is how you behave as a comedian. And it's like, no, that's not how you behave as a person. Right. You Because like, I don't give a fuck. Don't hide behind the comedy club yeah. or don't be behind, behind the venue. If you say some fucking stupid shit to me and especially that you fucking you're fucking five foot nothing. Sure. I'm gonna fucking try to. I'm gonna fucking knock you out. That's right. Because I'm the toughest guy around. Because <laughs> I'm fucking mad tough, bro. Because <laughs> I grew up in the streets of Dungan Hill, Staten Island. Fucking yeah. Hanging out with any Tony Connors. I think. <laughs> Hug out my Albanian Ches Chima, Nub Chima, my boys, Joey Chima. We're holding down Lee's Tavern. Yeah, right. It's my boys. 
I love my boys. I love and I love my Jack friend. I just, Everyone knows that guy. Big deal. Like holding down. That's gonna be something I'm like. You're gonna tomorrow, regret that. I'm like, oh god. Dude, I'm gonna regret that like, whole monologue a yeah, second ago. Don't, no, worry, don't about worry about it. You're knocking dudes out. You no, not that part. The, the when the part where I was like, fucking, yo, you gonna say some shit, and I'm gonna knock you the fuck out. No, I, wanna, I know. I, I, I got to keep it light. <laughs> That's the part I'm gonna, re- I'm gonna fucking regret too. You got to keep it light. I just, I know I did something with my eyes there. No, no, you were fine. Okay, all right. I would call you out on it. I know. Oh, man. Yeah. Now we're red hot. I'm fucking, I've been red hot for like two days. Cursing everybody out. Dude, I won't get more likes on this Basically, page. Hold on, let me do my plugs. <laughs> <laughs> I won't get more likes on this page. Email in. <laughs> I want to hear from you, friends. Hey, friends, I want to hear from you. Basically, we're saying to, to the... Slovakia, I haven't heard from you in fucking three years. We got a lot of listeners there. Come on, email in. GregandRobShow.com. <laughs> do we have an email address? We don't even have an email address. I don't address. think we do. We'll I have an email, but I don't want to read you it today. You got to save it. Yeah, save I got to save it. You got to save it for the big show. Yeah, I know. I'm on the big show this week with John Zombie Jr. <laughs> All right, what were you saying? I'm sorry. Basically, what we're telling the uh, the kids out there. It's just, you know, you're telling the kids out oh. there to stand up for themselves, man. Yeah. To the kids out there, I'm no role model. I'm no role model. I've made every middle-aged man a bad choice a middle-aged man. Can God make. gave me a body. Your fucking child. Oh, yeah. You ever hear that? Like when uh, Pacino basically predicts what Kevin Spacey's fate would be 20 years ago. And Glenn, Gary, Glenn Ross in that scene, he calls uh, he calls him a fairy. Right, right. you fucking like, fairy. You fucking fairy. Right, that scene. Right, men are trying to conduct business. Right, I don't know how that plays into it, but he then he goes, he he says, Pacino says, "You fucking child." Right, right. You fucking child. Three words. You fucking child. Right. He's trying to let he's trying to let us know something there. I think he just misspoke. He meant you're fucking you're you're fucking. That's child. what people. Th- that's how people <clears throat> who are blue pilling it interpret something like that when you're red pilling it like me when you were when you're right. fucking when you have to watch the dark side when you're forced right to take a red pill and now when you overthink fo- something yes no you're forced to see the other side of the universe you fucking child was pacino's little wink to the viewer like kevin spacey's a piece of shit who He's fucks a piece children. Of shit pedophile he fucks children what are we up to oh 37 minutes yeah i do 45 well, we minutes. got time Dude, go ahead, do your plugs. We got time. No, no, I'm not doing any plugs. Oh, man. I haven't plugged much this week. I haven't been plugging. Well, yeah, I was going to get to something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you want to do the retard auction? Not here. <laughs> not here. Come on, we can't tease the bit for the listeners. They're going to love the bit. I, I don't have any material on it right now. Come on. It was, that was a thing that we could have done yesterday, but it was interrupted by three people. <laughs> Two people. <laughs> Three retards. <laughs> Not Antonio. Antonio. It was because it, uh, uh, it was interrupted. It was five of us at the table, and it was interrupted by three fifths of the people. <laughs> I love Antonio, my boy. And I love. I love. I love. I love the uh, the Papa Salad. Yeah, listen to that. Po- what's the name of the podcast? Slant. No, the episode. Oh, the episode. <laughs> <laughs> what was the name of the episode? I know the name. of What's the name of that the, the Slant Radio Podcast, which we're regulars on. Uh, available. Oh, on. How to Beat a Ticket. How, how to Beat a Ticket. How to Beat a Ticket. I like that. Oh, man. Yeah. Yep. Do it. You want to take a break? No. Oh, okay. Let's keep fucking firing. Stop taking breaks. I'm all about breaks. Let's not take breaks. No, I do. 
I, I, let's I, not take breaks. The breaks are going to get you hurt. Oh, no, no. They're going to get you hurt, young man. Oh, man. That was a little. I know who that was. Yeah. Name was Cletus. <laughs> Cletus is always there for advice. Oh, man. So it was there for a little bit of advice. Every time I talk to a young black man, I talk. I, I turn into Denzel Washington. Yeah, you were, you gave uh, a, a Curtis Stumper. Yeah, a Sumter. Sumter. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's not always clueless. Curtis. Stumper. He's not always like, oh shit. I, I left him stumping when uh <laughs> when uh I told him he was on CBJ. He missed his spot. Oh, now he's stumped. Good guy, Curtis. Curtis is a nice. I liked. Ah, oh, he's a good man. But Curtis Sumper, we at a bar down the block from the Climat Lounge. Right. And all our listeners know the Climat Lounge. I'm not gonna pretend you don't. If you don't know, look it up. I don't give a shit. And uh, and uh, he's a, he's a young African American man. He's a promising comedian. And uh, I wanted him on my Comic Book Jones show at the time. What happened happened to Comic Book Jones? That's a whole different fucking story. In a different episode. In a different episode. Yeah. But but Curtis Sumper came up to us. He shook our hands and he, he was about to walk out the uh, the door. And, I, and he was like, "Hey guys, thanks for putting me on my show. Do a little do a little shade. Yeah, do a little shade. Even though you didn't." And I said, "No, no, you got to come back here, young man." Right. I said, "I got the email right here." And he's like, "You got the email?" And I was looking through my phone. I was like, "Here's the email." So I'm hold on a second. Hold on. A I second. said, "Hold on a second. Here is the email, young blood." It said that you have to come by eight o'clock Friday night. And Curtis Sumper, know what happened? He apologized. He said very, he said very nice things about. Said us. some uh, very very nice things. I, I like I like you know I I like when a guy admits he's wrong. Every once in a while, you gotta admit you're wrong. Hey, Curtis Sumper looks like a black Clint Eastwood, by the way. Does he really? Yeah, he's Quinton. It's quite the compliment. It's a compliment. No, it looks like Clint Eastwood. Liz Hall. <laughs> <laughs> she does. She does like Clint Eastwood. <laughs> Just like it, just like them. <laughs> it's how she just do like she should just do her act as, as like I'm the female. Clinician. She should do her act as uh, Grand uh, Grand Torino. Torino. Yeah, yeah like get off my lawn. <laughs> these uh, these Negroes here don't want you to be their friend. And I don't blame them. <laughs> He's talking to his son, by the way. Yeah. And you know, on the set that day, he was pissed that Scott uh, hated Scotty him. Scotty Eastwood. He, uh, what did he star in? He was in a movie recently. He plays like a romantic lead in like one of those like, like, uh, notebook-ish yeah, I know type he, films. I, I know he was in Fury. He's on his way. He's going to be around for a long time. He's like the next, like, Channing Tatum, Gosling. It's crazy who pops up now, like, where you, um, a lot of these, like, award-winning movies, like, it's, you'll see, like, oh, this guy popped up in that movie, and trying to think of an example but i i'm drawing i haven't watched a movie in three years so yeah. i was afraid about talking to my ass on the fucking news so I, at least I now you gotta talk it. about the industry and i'm all knowing about the industry what's going on go ahead oh i have no idea oh talk gossip who won the oscar oh that movie shape and water the, the oh shape and water which is uh that that's guillermo dark. del toro's movie right? Ugh, that was terrible what did he do he did the hobbit right did a bunch of shit no he did the hobbit stupid mexican and he did he did the Lord of the Rings. Uh maybe. Who directed Lord of the Rings? Him. Him. Yeah, he directed Lord of the Rings. Yeah, piece of shit. He's about to. Yeah, he should have won, I guess. Yeah, he's, he's probably. You know, the other guy wins like every year now. That and they they awarded him with some sort of um, Alejandro. Yeah, lifetime of, uh, Alejandro Iriatu. You know, I'm a big yeah. fan of. And I'm a. I'm just every Italian is a secret fan of this woman. Lady Gaga. 
Yeah, of course. I am a fan of Lady Gaga. Lady, I will. She's Italian lady. She is fantastic. She was great. I was watching the Grammys. Fucking killed it. Came out ugly girl, ugly as shit. Yeah, not not, great not an attractive woman. And uh, let's let's be honest. She's about she's a bit of a house. Oh, she's huge. <laughs> she's she's a, broad. She's gonna be in her fifties. She's gonna look like fucking Danny DeVito. Uh, she's but like, she's great. She's an ex Alan John. She's so fat. Ellen John's underratedly fat. He's always been fat. He is a fat guy. Ever since he came out of the closet, he was like, it's, all right, it's time to eat. Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of older gay men are very fat. Who's the, uh, name an example. Like like in their 50s, 60s. I know like a lot of... Like, think. Well, Tom Cruise is in I remember shape. mom's friend, my mother's bus driver, he was a, he was an openly gay man, right. and he was very fat. Like, not fat, but like this. He liked to eat, though. Like, not in shape. Because that's like a whole thing. They think like, oh, you know, gay people, they're always in shape. No, nah, these guys, now that, they, now that they can get married, they're just out of shape. They can just like, you know, eat and, you know, whatever. They don't have to, st- you know, they kind of lost the incentive to look good. Why? Because they couldn't get married? Do you think that was... Uh... I, I think that, I think that, well, li- listen, if you, if, if you can't get married, you're all, if, you, if you can't find someone to marry you, you're always doing your best to look good. So when... Gay, that's why gays were always looking good throughout their entire uh, lives. You, have you seen gay guys in the 90s? They I'm, were fantastic I'm, I'm going to be completely honest with you. 20, 30, I think 2025, I'll say. Right. Right. 2025, every gay man to be obese. I, I'm with you. I think obesity is the next AIDS in the gay community. <laughs> that's it. Sorry, Let's see. Who's, who's recently uh, out and about? Oh, that comedian Todd Glass. He's a slob. Yeah, but he's always disgusting. He's disgusting. Yeah, he's and he's out and he's just, you know, I'm gay. I'm a fucking gay guy who likes the Yankees. I'm a gay guy who likes the Yankees. I like sports. If you're gay, you like sports. I don't, I don't even consider you gay. I consider you one of the guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not too. You're too. You're too fucking straight, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you. That a lot of these gay guys, because they can get married, they're just now they're just losing their figure and they're just you know yeah. they're eating. That's what women do, chicken. though. That's what women do. Women always do. It women time. get married and immediately they pack on twenty pounds. I think that's the most disgraceful thing. You Some can of them do. forty pounds. That is the most disgusting thing that a woman can do. If you get married to a guy and you were a ten, and then all of a sudden you marry this guy and you start slobbering up and you right. start wearing sweatpants around the house, you're a pig, and that man should. Divorced you almost immediately. But I can if, I, can I, 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 I go, no, ahead, go ahead, finish, finish. I, 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 I'll finish and I get the retort. I got it. I, go I, I got to be go honest. If, if your woman's out there and she and you and you're married to her after two months and she's walking around looking like a total pig, you, that's it. You, you, you fucking you did it to yourself, buddy. Yeah, that's it. You're 100 right. Prepare to give half your shit away. But you might be speaking with blind ignorance because a lot of women they do uh, they do gain weight when they're pregnant. When you get married, some I'm not women, talking about being pregnant. I'm talking about talking about just being married. Yeah, you should look good for your husband. But what about if they get pregnant and they gain weight and then they get sloppy? No, if you're pregnant, you're pregnant. Right. Why would I even care? No, if you're childbirth is a beautiful, beautiful thing, baby. I know. I know. I'm not talking about that. It's another life. I'm not talking about. 
about being pregnant. If you're being pregnant, no, like you're not supposed to look. Good. Anyone who says a pregnant sexy, it's not. It's not sexy. It's never been. I, I never. I've, I've tried watching pregnant porn it's once. Gross. It's, it's, it's it's, I can never do it. It's disgusting. It's always a black girl for some reason, and <laughs> it's it's repulsive. The belly button's always sticking out. Yeah. Being pregnant, you're not supposed to look good. That's your time not to look good. It's, but as soon as well, you, nobody wants to fuck you. As soon as you poop that kid out, that's when you get back in the gym. You get back, yeah. And you, and you, know, you, you, you hire a nanny, <laughs> and you get back into the gym like Gwyneth would do, like Paltrow. Yeah. Oh, she's right though. <laughs> what did she say? Hardest life. Hardest life ever. Are you kidding me? Being a, being a mother and have to be on the movie set for fourteen hours well, look, look, and have to make true. those phone calls to her nanny. Tough life. They, they, she doesn't work. She's 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 fucking belting out those. Bad I was movies. on my high horse tonight. I was I was, I was talking. Uh, fucking Gwyneth Paltrow had to fucking pretend Jack Black was attractive. Right. Everyone in that while movie, she was dressed in a fucking fat while suit. She was dressed disgusting. Yeah. Think about that movie alone should have got the whole fucking Me Too thing started. Yeah. She had. Jack Black was the winner of a Gwyneth. This is how bad fucking Hollywood is. The worst movie ever, by the way. Shadow House Town. Yeah, yeah. She had to pretend Jack Black was fuckable while he had to pretend she wasn't because she was in a flat fat suit. Right. And she had to win all that fucking shit. Meanwhile, they should have just casted the fucking girl from The Sopranos and put her in a blonde wig, right. Jeannie Sack. They should right. just fucking did that. Someone they, like that. They yeah. wouldn't do that. They would never do that because it's fucking Gwyneth Paltrow's payday. And you know they knew that movie would make a ton of money. It was the Far- uh, Farley Brothers you know. directing it. It was uh, they were coming off of. Were they coming off something about Mary? They were coming off something. something. They were coming off a hit. Something like and, that. And like uh, they casted her, and then they gave that a- they gave uh, that asshole starting role, right? Starring role, and and, and the rest is history. And as the rest say. is history. But like I, I'm just saying, I think that if you're a woman, you marry a guy. I think it's your job to stay in shape and look good. Yeah. As for the man, he should be a tall pig. <laughs> Fuck it. That's how you. But that's how you know a woman really loves you. Because if you're a tall pig, you stink up the bathroom, and she and she still blows you. That's how you know. It's disgusting. That's how you know. You gotta test them. This is the most misogynistic thing. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, babe. I'm not. I'm no chauvinist. I love women. That's what a lot of people don't see. I think it's a lot like see, um, sh- uh, chauvinism and uh, misogyny could. Uh, th- that could be equated to pedophilia because most chauvinists and I think misogynists love women, but they like a, a specific sure. kind of okay, woman. Okay, I see the point you But making. they treat them horribly. Right. And they're abusive. Right. Right? Whereas pedophiles, right? And this is in no way defending pedophiles. No, we're not defending pedophiles. Right? Well, you're not. I'm, I haven't said anything. I'm not, no, no, there's no way. This is. The, 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 I think both acts are. Uh, being a chauvinist, is, I think, is disgusting, too. I think it's ridiculous. But not on the same level as pedophilia. Right. Right? Pedophilia is. is, is, is should be. Pedophiles should be fucking put. De- they should be put to death, bro. <laughs> they should be put to death. You touch kids? You touch children. <laughs> they should fucking cut your nuts off <laughs> for everybody to see. But seriously, hold on. I have a point. Yeah. Well, they make that argument. Go on. Right. Um, uh, where pedophiles love children. <laughs> no, they, like, you know, they always say, like, oh, pedophiles, actually, they will never harm a child. Never intentionally harm a child. Because they just don't know any but better. I, I think they're like so me- they're, it's a mental illness. Yeah. And it's an impulse, right, that they are attracted to children. Sure. 
Uh, and I, no, either way, like, look, I mean, it's disgusting. Honestly, We're not I, no, no, no I mean, I, look, and I have the regular guy point of view, too, where I'm like, dude, I don't ever want to get inside a fucking pedophile's head and be like, no, you're a sick fuck yeah. and you're probably a predator. Right. But if we are to, like, talk to these people and humanize them in, in some sort of way, I think most of the time we will find out that actually they act on their impulses and they behave this way because they can't control their behavior. And the same thing with a chauvinist. And with a chauvinist, and a it's the same thing. I think most chauvinists and, uh, and misogynists, they have the same, like, uh, they love women, but they like, like one particular wo- woman. And they like how this woman behaves. Sure. And they don't want a woman being, uh, well, being an independent person and, uh, and acting uh, independently or acting in a way that is uh, not, uh, um, not feminine. They have a they have a very both you have to agree that both uh well, both, both massages uh, and pedophiles have an out- outward look right. of the uh, of the uh, but, of the world. Right. Getting back to my point by the way and and you're right because when I'm describing a woman who uh is married to a man I should I, I clear this up uh I'm describing a very particular woman who is someone who is probably not educated who got by on her looks and was just like a 10, like just like, you know, like a really, you know, you, you, everyone knows, the, you know, with the fucking tan and the fucking fake fucking blonde hair. and the, You know, it's a Jersey Shore girl. Right. And um, and then she marries someone who was, has a little bit of money and, you know, she settles down and all this shit. And then um, three, four months later, she's just a total slob. To me, that's not. Right, because that's not what the guy married, and and, and I'm not saying n- 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 nine times out of fucking ten, it's usually they ma- they marry because of the looks. Because the the, the guy is probably a decent looking guy, and the girls are decent looking girl. That's that's attractiveness is always a key to a marriage. Um, but I would I would just say that that's that's to me fucked up. Because that's not what the guy married. That's right. not the guy signed up for for the next four years, forty years. She he signed up for for this girl to look good, and then all of a sudden, three months into to the marriage, she has a gut the size of fucking John Panette, and she looks like uh, you know she starts her, you know her facial hair. But look, hey, do you love her? Her fucking facial hair looks like fucking Mike Piazza. Do you love her? Mustache like Piazza. Do you love her? Fucking. <laughs> do you love it? <laughs> do you love it, bro? People ask. That's me. all. I'm, that's all I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not saying. Like, like. Listen. There's plenty of women out there, and these are good women who are educated. I like an educated woman. You know, she. You know, she's out there. You know, all these fucking stupid girls I do stand up with. Uh, they're they're great. They can tell jokes. They're very smart, and they're good people. And then that's important. But I'm talking about these ones that work at the fucking tanning salon and right. their fucking managers at the tanning salon. What's making, important to me? Making, the, hold on, let me finish. Go, I'm sorry. Go ahead. And then at the tanning salon, they're making eighteen dollars an hour, you know, and uh, you know, and then they think they're doing okay. Then they marry some fucking stupid police officer, right. and then he, you know, is a fucking uh, alcoholic scumbag fucking cop. And then they get married. They have scumbag kids. They have stupid fucking scumbag kids, and she gains forty fucking pounds. And then the cop. Steps out on the wife because the cop gets fucking laid, right. and everyone's like, "Oh, fuck the cop!" And uh, she should get half the money. No, she should have stood in shape for this guy and blew this fucking dude. Yeah, and uh, you know, and you know, and raise the kids at the same time, and raise the kids. And <laughs> it's a really archaic outlook. On and things. fucking cook dinner every night. 
Um, but <laughs> at the end of the day, though, I got some progressive ideas. I got some. I got some regressive ideas. Progressive. I, ideas. You got you got regressive <laughs> shit. I got progressive shit. First half hour of the program, totally both of us red pilling it. <laughs> you more last twenty minutes, dude. You're on the red pill. I got progressive for a second. I was defending pedophiles out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, I, don't know I don't know what the fuck happened. <laughs> no one even brought that up. I, I just was like, yo, <laughs> fuck it. I got, I, got, I got a fucking idea. I got a fucking idea. <laughs> it's like you really tried. Oh, man. I don't know what that was. What happened? I don't know. Imp- uh, fucking, if, if you heard my whole speech, impulse control. <laughs> all about impulse control but you know what we can't go back in the past well, it's about being up to date hey listen I don't want to know what's in your savings account I want to know what's in your checking account now because <laughs> now I, I'm I, if you. everyone had that outlook if everyone had that outlook if everyone was like I don't want to hear about your past I want to hear about, I want to hear about you up to date dude. it'd be such a better world dude if, if, if everybody was just walking into a saloon for the first time and just going hey whiskey right and coffee right the world would be better I don't be want to hear about it because listen Manson was a great conversation. That's why they interviewed him 12 fucking times. Yeah, yeah. A year. You don't have to know if he was a murderer. Who knew? The guy said brilliant things. I'm not defending what he know. fucking did, but the guy was a smart guy. You ever hear that, you ever hear that quote? Let me hear it. H.G. Wells. I want to hear it. That if we erased everyone's memory at 12 o'clock every day, the world would be peaceful by 12 p.m. tomorrow. There you go. He said that. Do you ever hear that quote by Doug Well? Not Doug Well. By by David Wells. What's that quote? Well, Duke is not bad for a speck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do your plugs. <laughs> do we have any, would you plug? I don't. Know. I don't like plugs. The, I don't like the plug. I gotta take a pass. Who's the plug? I gotta take a pass. I want to have. I want to have a post show cigarette. What we got? An hour? We got an hour. Yeah, Fifty six minutes. Uh, stay That's... tuned. I, I guess what? It's Saturday. We we'll do one Saturday. We're gonna do one Saturday. We're gonna do one Saturday with someone. Uh, you know. I'm, I'm excited. Listen, let me tell you something. Uh, if there's one person who I don't want to listen to this, this podcast, it's Mercer Morrison. Him? Yeah. <laughs> he's the one person I want ever listening. What? I, I don't want him as a fan. <laughs> I like that guy. Um, <laughs> no, he's not a bad guy. Do we have uh, – or, or Wednesday. We'll just do Wednesday. Uh, if, if you're listening, you made it this far. Wednesday at Raveling Thread, uh, Rosebank Tavern on Staten Island. We'll be there. Right? Do we have anything else? Do you want to just – do we have anything – this just this week – Still Saturday. Nothing else, right? No, not really. Just nothing. a Wednesday, right? Uh, that's it. That's it. All right. Wednesday, Rosebank Tavern. We're breaking balls early as usual. Go piss. I'm I cl- piss. I'll, I'll close out the show. Just uh, hit stop. Hit stop. Okay. No, just don't, don't, don't do any fucking retarded. I'm not going to do anything right. fucking stupid. Go fucking piss. No one even fucking likes you. Fucking asshole. Fucking, we're breaking balls early. We're papagonzoing it. We're cock fucking. We're doing all the fucking big things, Scott. So, thank you for fucking listening. Uh, I'm cursing like a madman. Uh, I, uh, for the record, I love women. I, I was just saying that uh, you know, like, don't be a don't be a slob. That's all I'm saying. And, and, and take it for I'm the biggest slob out there. But then again, who wants to be like me? I'm a fucking idiot. I, I fucking I do comedy, but Rob, come on, fucking that's fucking bright. Seriously, guys, thank you for. Uh, Big news, New York City. The OnePlus 7 Pro 5G is available exclusively at Sprint. Enjoy blazing fast download speeds with incredible reliability and dependable coverage. Get it for just $20 a month. That's a savings of more than 40%. All you need is an 18-month lease and approved credit. Learn more about 5G coverage in your area at Sprint.com slash Sprint 5G. After $15 per month credit, apply within two bills with new line of service or eligible upgrade on qualifying plan. If you cancel early, remaining balance due excludes tax offer coverage not available everywhere, subject to credit and $30 activation fee and restrictions applied.